Asu stands for cruelty. Add your friends, share the news. The Asu Show is the place to share views, the story to tell and people to chat. Come with your stories, whether about a dog or a cat. Stand for cruelty. I'm here to bring joy and share to the people. We all help each other and just like treacle. Have to make a stand. The animals have no voice, which is really bad for cruelty, but animals have no choice. Stand for cruelty. But we as a world have just had enough. So we need to all to get together to build the world of trust. So let's make the stand for Mother Earth. No more suffering as it really isn't deserved. Stand for cruelty. If animals had a religion, humans would be devil. Let's ride a strain that has been driven by Knievel. Heard it before, this, this is a long road. The cruelty we want stop, but look how much it's grown. Stand for cruelty. We can all just stop this, but not individually. We can move mountains if we stand together with eternity. I don't want my grandchildren to think this is all okay. Let's stand together, because I'm mean from today. Stand for cruelty. Tomorrow never comes, but cruelty always does. Until someone makes that move, we wait for the karma both. Whose problem is this? It's society. But when it's happening to us, you cry it's happening to me. Stand for cruelty. We've seen the painted animals, children, human race too. Let's stop this nonsense, it will take more than me and you. To tell you friends and family to join a new crew, where we will make a difference if you want to. Stand for cruelty. If you want a voice to be heard, just share to the world. Let's help the senior dogs and find a fire to be curled. Join the Ask Sue Show and bring it together. And let's tell the government, all you mother lovers. Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. How is everybody doing? Uh, if you want to call into the show, you can do on 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Now, tonight, we have got a very special guest, and I have been trying to get this absolute amazing guy for quite some time, and uh, I think we all need to get the old, all our, us advocates need to get all of our boxing clubs out tonight, because I can feel we've got a bit of a fight in our hands tonight, and I, as I welcome the lovely Gordon Shells the show. Hi, Gordon, how are you doing? Good, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Lovely to speak to you at last. So... I can see on your Facebook and everything else that you've been very, very busy. So and I'm, all I can say, first of all, is thank you for coming on the show because I know you are a busy man and it's uh, lovely to speak to you. 
Well, never too busy. I, I always want to get out there and try to talk about the cause. And, yes, I have been very busy, um, but that's, you know, personal life, business life, and then trying to be the best advocate that I can be. Um, and then we were promoting the movie, of course, and then uh, the upcoming A Million Pitbull March that will be happening in May. So it's been uh, it's going to be a real, real busy summer for me and, and all the groups that I'm working with, so I'm looking forward to it. Yep. I, I was just looking because obviously you sent some links before the show, um, and obviously, I, I, to be honest, I don't know where to start. So sh- shall we start at the beginning? Because I, I've got to first of all mention, and um, because everybody's been saying to me, we really need to get and talk about Michael Vick. So I want to ask you, even though we've obviously you've put it so much out there about Michael Vick and everything, and everybody is gunning for him, all of us advocates, obviously. What's your thoughts about it, and also, have you ever had contact from him? I've never had direct contact with him as an individual. Um, There's been people surrounding him that have sent me things. Um, And, you know, when you say that we're gunning for him, I wanted to do it in a little different way, and I know that another um, advocate has has kind of popped up and, and offered to fight him recently since he signed on to the Jets. It was back in 2009 when he got out of prison for, you know, what he was accused of, um, that I put out that that offer to him. And I didn't want to put it out in a violent way. I'm, 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 yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm a traditional martial artist. And if you notice when I do put things on my wall about Michael Vick, I try not to put anything violent. I don't want to draw up people that are going to come at him um, with death threats and stuff like that, because that really brings us down to the level of the, the dogfighters, and I don't want Absolutely. us to, to do that. So the way that I presented it to him, and if you go to my Gordon Shell versus Michael Vick Facebook page, um, you'll see my proposal to him. And it was an open letter to him, and I sent it to as many contacts as I possibly could, but it ba- I basically stated that I want to do this as an event. If, if I run into Michael Vick on the street, by no means am I going to walk up to him and punch him in the face. I, I'm, that does not benefit us as animal advocates. Um, would it make us all feel better? You know, maybe momentarily we would get a sense of, of feel good about it, but then we're, we're at the same level as them. So I presented it as let's do it as an event. He has plenty of fans that think that, that he's paid his dues and that he is – still a star, millions of fans. And then I currently reach out to almost 3 million people through social media myself, plus the animal advocate groups go far beyond that that don't even know my name. So if we were to publicize this as a regulated, sanctioned MMA fight, um, we could do this on pay-per-view, and we could do it for as little as, you know, 9.99 that you could tune in. We would obviously fill the card with other fights that people could watch and we would be the main event, but it's, you know, three three-minute rounds. We would do it amateur-style rules, make it fair. He's not a pro fighter. Um, let's do it amateur-style rules. Kids do it every weekend. And it gives him a chance, um, not that we owe him anything, but it, the way that I presented it is this is really his only way out, his only way to get the advocates to stop hunting him. So yep. people, we can't, we can't do eye for an eye. But people do want to see blood drawn, and, and in MMA, it does get bloody. So if we were to get into a cage and him and I fight, you know, one of us is going to bleed. I would hope it's him. Um, I hope that I would be able to beat him. He is an all-star athlete, 
but he's he's younger than me, he's faster than me, has more money than me, has the resources to train. Um, and at the end of that fight, win or lose, I would turn to the animal advocates, and, and we have the potential to raise millions and millions of dollars. And I would ask yes. the advocates to finally, you know, let's let's just let him live his life. Let him go on with his career. Let him be happy with his family. We don't have to forgive him, but, you know, let's let's finally forget it. And let's use the money yes. that he helped us raise to help uh, prevent future Michael Vicks from happening. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and also put that money towards not only dog fighting dogs, but other dogs that we're finding out that are abused or put down or, or use it, you know, towards ending gas chambers or whatever we can use that money for to help the animals, help the dogs. It would be an amazing event. So it isn't that I'm actually gunning for him or I want to physically hurt him. Of course, I have hatred for what he did for the, did for the dogs. Uh, but I never fight angry. I would I would treat it just like I do any other fight. I would go in there, be a professional, and and hopefully we would raise a lot of money. And that that led to the whole fight me Michael Vick shirts. Excuse my phone there. Um, uh, that that are being sold online. And I use that money because people expect me to travel across the country and make appearances. I'm now this pseudo celebrity. Um, I don't think of myself as a celebrity, but people like me at their events, and that helps generate more funds. So I'm able to sell the, the shirts to help pay for my, my travel and my lodging and, and everything that's involved in dog rescue. And and I, by no means, I don't own a rescue. And and I can't adopt all the all the vacant dogs or all the, the, the stray dogs that are out there, the abused dogs. I just do what I can, and I try to be a voice for the dogs. And hopefully through social media, the promotion of the fight, the sale of the shirts, and then the movie, um, we'll be able to bring awareness to the issue that's out there and hopefully try to slow it down, if not stop it eventually. Exactly, exactly. Now, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, the thing is, it's like we always, and this is what we've said on the show quite a few times, sometimes when we get things like stories with Michael Vick, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, that story's got out there. Everybody knows about that now and what happened and blah, blah, you know what I mean? And, and advocates are going to hold that, like you said. Advocates hold the grudge for quite some time, which is fair enough. But don't you think sometimes, Gordon, that they share things like that so much that it gets to the point, I've looked at it sometimes, and I think, okay, he did that to those dogs, that's now done. We need to be not focusing so much on that so much. I'm not saying forgive or anything like that. What I'm saying is we seem to focus on things like that so much that then we've actually gone off what the situation is. The fact is, while we were sharing all of that about Michael Vick and still continue to, we could have shared another 20 more dogs. Exactly, and that's if you look at my Facebook page, you'll see, you know, recently since um, he signed with the Jets, his name got brought up a lot, and I got, I would, without exaggeration, over a thousand of the the posters and pictures of dead dogs and him all sent to my page, and that's why right now you're not able to put anything on my page. You can't post anything to my page. I had to lock it down. I mean, there's only yeah. so many times that um, I want to read the same exact article. I know it. Yes. Yeah. I've read, I've read The Lost Dogs. I know the story. Everybody knows the story. We don't have to continually beat it. The only reason I choose him 
is because he is the most famous, and there is nobody else yes. that we could put into a cage and and generate that kind of money. Of course, we want to share the dog, you know, the dog that just was burned the other day with kerosene. Of course, I'd rather share that dog than the yes. Michael Vick story. But, yes. it, you know, if, if we can share the Michael Vick story, not the past story, but share what's going on currently, um, is he going to do anything? Uh, I'd rather do that, and then if that generates yeah. money that we can help the dog that was burned with kerosene, then that's good. But I get, I get it, I get it at least once a week. I get somebody sending me a petition. Michael Vick has started a clothing line. Gordon, we have to stop it. Michael Vick started yeah. that clothing line back in 2008. It has yeah. come and gone, but yeah. it will get it'll get recirculated. There's another poster out there that has Heineken beer sponsoring a dog fight that is from yep. 2009 and i get that one every two weeks and people will say oh my god gordon we've got to shut down yep. heineken. heineken heineken had nothing yep. to do with that dog fight it was just their posters were hanging in the background so there's yep. a um there's a lot of things out there that we need to stop focusing on i just got the one where they've got the video of the the young girl that's throwing the puppies into the river Again, yep. that's a YouTube video from 2009, and I believe that was in the U.K., and she was captured, and, and I believe she was punished. But that, those videos just continually circulate, and we get people put so much energy into, you have to share this, and you have to sign a petition, and you have to do that. Yep. Um, no, let's not. Let's not look at that same video over and over again. It's a horrible thing that happened, but that girl's yep. been caught. Let's look at what's happening right now today, because just in the city exactly. of Detroit, I've got 35,000 stray dogs that are running free in the city of Detroit. And, and we can't save all those dogs, but if we can put together a program to spade and neuter, even the, the stray dogs, we're going to yep. save every, every dog that's out there is going to put out another 1,000 dogs. By the time they have puppies and their puppies have puppies, it's going to continue. So Exactly. Let's put our efforts towards doing something like that. We can talk about Michael Vick because it does. It gives us a sense of, uh, of I don't know, it lets us release a little bit of our anger. He has tried and tried to forget it. Um, but, you know, it is something that he also spent a lot of money to make it look like it went away and make it look like it wasn't as bad as it was. And all we're asking him to do is, you know, step up and do this on your own free will and, and you know, honor us. As, let, let, let's have this event. If not, then let's, let's create yep. something together. Work with, you know, people say he's working with the uh, United States Humane Society and this and that. That's all court-ordered. Those are all things that his, um, his, his PR firm put together to make him look better. Do something on his own free will. Have him yep. step out of, out of, the protection of his managers and everything else and say, hey, you know what? I am an athlete. I think it would be fun to strap on some gloves with you, Gordon. Let's do this thing. Nobody has yep. been killed in MMA to date. Um, it's, it's, we have doctors. We have referees. We have uh, state commissioners. We have everybody there to make sure that us fighters are, are kept very, very safe. There were more, there were more emergency room um, entries, I guess you would say, from yoga 
last year than there were for MMA because people were hurting their backs and pulling muscles trying to do yoga when they weren't properly trained. Us MMA fighters are used to bleeding and used to having broken noses and fingers, and we don't rush to the the ER. So, um, you know, it's not as violent of a sport as it's made out to be on TV, and that's, that's, that's what the movie is about, and I guess this is a good time to segue into the movie. Yeah, um, definitely. We, we created the movie The Dog Fighter. It's, it's got two different titles. On Vimeo, it's called The Dog Fighter, um, and that scared people because they initially thought that I was fighting dogs. So the director, Douglas Schultz, um, decided that it, it might be a better idea as we release on other formats that we just add an apostrophe S to the dogs and make it The Dog's Fighter so that I'm fighting yep. for the dogs. And so we've released on Vimeo. If you were search Vimeo for the Dog Fighter, it's an online uh, platform where you can watch it anywhere in the world as long as you have Internet. And then we also are on Amazon.com, and that one you just search the dogs with an S, Fighter, and you'll find it, and you can rent it. And, and a portion of all the proceeds from the movie go back to the shelters that we're working with throughout the country and then um, the Michigan Humane Society cruelty team is in the movie, so they automatically get a percentage of the film. So we're trying to make sure that, that everybody's getting paid on this film um, and that it's, it's helping the dog. But more importantly, it's, it's, it's um, making people aware that dog fighting still happens in every city, uh, whether it's professional or just kids doing it for fun. Um, yeah. It needs, it needs to be brought out there, and the awareness needs to be there. So that's what we were hoping to accomplish with the movie. But the movie is also kind of a, um, a clash. It's People would look at me as a cage fighter and say, well, you're no better than these guys. You know, they're fighting dogs. You're in there punching people in the face. And what we mm. have to show is the difference. You know, I choose to fight. The dogs never choose to fight. I don't care what breed of dog you talk yes. about. There's not a dog out there that wants to fight to its death or near death um they just don't want that okay and these guys train these dogs they steal your neighbor's pet they steal a little girl's kitten that's her that's her that's her pride and joy as part of her family to use those animals as bait and to train yep. these dogs um when i train for a fight i don't go and steal the neighbor kitten beat them up for fun so that i get better at fighting i train with another fighter that is also fighting on his own free will. So we had to show that in the movie that um, you can't compare what I do to dog fighters. Mine is a sport. Mine was brought about by traditional martial arts and boxing and wrestling and all that getting mixed together. And it, it created what is the fastest growing sport in the world right now. And it's become very popular and it's created a lot of stars and it's created a lot of stars that have, have, given their name to animal advocacy. Uh, Tito Ortiz, yeah. one of UFC's biggest stars, um, has an anti-dog fighting campaign. Uh, Ken Shamrock, he's a, a UFC Hall of Famer, is in the movie with me. Um, Pat Militich, one of the, one of my heroes, you know, he called and, and consulted me during the movie and wanted to do some voiceover in the movie and is a, is a big fan of mine as I'm a huge fan of his. So it's if you have these athletes that understand and have compassion because we fight each other, but at the end of the day, when we're done with our fight, if we're true martial artists, you always see those UFC guys um, stand up and hug each other or bow to each other and show each other respect. And it, 
at yeah. my level, it's usually me and my opponent, whether I win or lose. Or We've been dieting extremely hard, and we jump out of the cage and go and get a nice ice-cold beer and drink it together and, you know, thank yeah. each other for a great fight. So um, huge difference between what I do and what dog fighters do. So we wanted Absolutely. to show that in the movie. And um, the movie's done very well. We're getting. I'm going to have a meeting with the studio this Thursday, and what we're going to do is we're going to take it a step further. We're going to work um, throughout the U.S., and if we can span, expand into the U.K., we will, depending on cost. Uh, we're going to do a multi-city tour, so we've asked all the, the groups across the United States, if you feel that it would be beneficial to your group to bring me and the movie to your area, and if we can sell out a theater, then we'll use the proceeds, you know, at least – you know, we have to cover our costs as a studio and a movie and our travel, but the rest of that can go back to whatever shelter is, is sponsoring that event. So we're pretty yeah. sure that we'll end in Baltimore. Baltimore Bully Crew has been an awesome uh, backer of mine. They've, they've brought me in for multiple events. I've gotten to work with uh, Rebecca Corey. She's doing the Million Pitbull March. That's going to be uh, May 3rd of this year. So we're less than a month away from that or right around a month where we're going to be marching on Washington, D.C. against breed-specific legislation. Um, there's going to be a ton of celebrities on that march. I believe Moby, the musician, um, is going to be a part of that. I know that, that Rebecca's working very hard to get other, you know, names that people recognize. Um, Kaylee Kyoko from uh, Big Bang Theory was with us for a red carpet event. I don't know if she'll be at the walk, but she has pit bulls. Um, and, and totally believes in the breed, uh, Whitney Cummings. I mean, all, all you know, A-list celebrities here in the U.S. that are lending their names to help us change the laws, uh, help raise money so that we can protect these animals, and then do whatever we can to educate the public on what's going on out there with, whether it be abuse or just, you know, how to care for your animal, spade and neuter, um, change the breed specific laws the, yes. the, the pit bull laws are able to be made on, on such a, a small scale to where even you know uh, a, a city ordinance or a, I don't know what you have in, in the UK but I mean an apartment complex can say no pit bulls allowed every other breed but pit bulls not allowed we want to change that make that a federal law if, if you're going to do a breed specific and, and you know love them or hate them and I know everybody has different opinions on him, but Obama has stepped up and said that he doesn't believe in breed-specific legislation. So that's already a win on our side. As we're watching, we're marching on Washington, we've already got Obama saying that he would wipe out that law if he could. Um, so yeah. hopefully we can do something to get that wiped out. So, yeah, I'm very busy. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a lot of travel and a, a lot of promotion and a lot of whatever I can to help out the cause. Yeah, John Gordon, I, already just listening to you, it's so good because all of the things that you're saying is all things that we've spoken about on the Ask Sue show, and I'd love to get you over to the U.K., so maybe we need to talk about that off air, you know, try and see if we can sort something out because that would be great. Um, but, you know, we, we've spoken about, you know, we've talked about dogfighting, and I've got somebody that I wanted to um, you to catch up with, so I'm going to get him on, on the show with you in a minute. But um, okay. I've literally got... Um, We've said so many times about dog fighting groups, and straight away, as soon as somebody finds a dog fighting group, 
they're straight away saying, report this group, report this group. We know we need to get it off Facebook. And the amount of yeah. times I've said, whoa, what are you doing? Don't be reporting it. Don't, don't report it to Facebook. There's evidence on there. You know, it, it's a hidden cause already. And if you go yeah. doing that, you're hiding them all. And, and I keep trying to say to people, don't report it to Facebook. Report it to the police or or whatever, but don't go and report it to Facebook. We don't need them hidden. We need to know names and, and details. And it, it's something so simple but can save so much. Yeah, well, people automatic um, call it knee-jerk reaction. It's like, like what I said. If you see Michael Vick on the street, don't run up and punch him in the face. There's no reason. We're not going to get anything out of that. And people's automatic knee-jerk reaction when they see that on, on Facebook is to hit the report button report it, and then tell all their friends and start a petition to get this removed. When you do that, you don't realize that myself, I spend a lot of time on Facebook, not just, you know, socializing. I go to those pages. I've seen all those pages that are being reported, and I grab screenshots from those. I grab all of their friends' names. I grab all of that information, and that's critical for us. And as soon as a dogfighter knows that he's got 100 animal advocates reporting him to Facebook, he's going to pull all that information down, and then where does he go? He's not going to create a web page that we can go find. He's going to disappear, and you'll see in the movie, there are magazines, there's newspapers. They have a whole network of how they communicate, and they're really good at communicating, and it's very difficult to get into those inner circles. But when somebody, I I tell people, and I get a lot of Facebook people that have deleted me, because I've, I've, I've yelled at them via Facebook, stop, do not do this. And they go, you know, who made you God? You have to stop. I'm going to save these dogs. I'm going to report this to Facebook. And I'll say, if you do, we lose that evidence. Do not do yep. that. And people will get mad at me and delete me as a friend. And that's fine because those aren't the people I want working with me. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, do not. Um, we work with the anti-dog fighting campaign. I'm an administrator on their page. I am not. Uh, I do not actively work in the anti-dog fighting campaign. That's a whole group that does a wonderful job and has investigators and everything else. I do everything that I possibly can to help them. That's where you report everything. They have a Facebook page. Just send them the link privately. Don't post it all over. Don't start a petition. The worst thing you can do is start a petition. Don't start a petition. That will go viral, and that dogfighter will know about it, and he will remove his stuff instantly. So I, exactly. I, friend, I will friend the dogfighters in some cases, and I will get attacked by Facebook fans. They'll say, your friend is a dogfighter. Why is that? And my answer to them is, you know, keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. If, I, if he accepted me as a friend, I can now see all the way down into his albums. I can, I can read every, every post he ever made since he created his Facebook page. So when you're not a friend, you're limited on what you're allowed to see on their page. So that's the reason why. But, yeah, you made a very valid point. We do not want these guys plastered all over Facebook. That's the worst thing that we can do because they will run and hide. It's the equivalent of a drug dealer putting up a post that says, at 4 o'clock today I'm going to go do a cocaine deal at the corner of Main Street and 5th. We've got yeah. their information. Now, if you say, hey, we know you're doing a drug deal at the corner of Main Street and 5th, guess what? 
He's not going to do his drug deal on Main Street and Fifth. So just stay quiet. Let us watch him do his drug deal, and we will bust him. It's the same thing with the dog fighters. Let us watch him because they're going to set up. They're going to make a mistake. They're selling the dogs online. When they sell a dog, they usually have to give away an address or contact information, and we can usually get there and get that dog that they're selling and then find out more about the other dogs. So do not report to Facebook. Biggest mistake people make. Second biggest mistake. First mistake is creating a petition. Do not create a petition. Exactly. Now, do you know what, Gordon? I haven't um, spoken to this gentleman for a while, but he's a very big advocate in the sense of he's the captain of the NJSPCA, and I wanted you two to be on air at the same time. Hi, Captain. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Sue. How are you today? It's lovely to have you on the show. I didn't even manage to get a quick hug before the show either, so a big hug to you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I I wanted to get both of you on because you both do amazing work, and I thought it would be great to connect the pair of you. So um, I'm introducing Gordon Shell to you, um, Captain. Um, Your your thoughts pretty well on what uh, myself and Gordon were saying five minutes ago. You know, have you dealt with dogfighting yourself, Captain? Oh, uh, absolutely. It's uh, Unfortunately, it's something that we're involved in on an ongoing basis. You know, it's not something we talk about a lot on our Facebook page. And, Gordon, I hope you get a chance to check out our page, NJSPCA slash Facebook. Um, love, love your passion. Love what you stand for. Love your attitude. Um, I, I can hear it in your voice, and I know it's coming from your heart, and it's just great to hear. And I'm really, I'm really glad that you're involved and you're bringing other people in your profession in as well uh, because that's just going to help us connect with young people in a way that a lot of people don't really understand yet. Um, and, you know, yeah, we do deal with it all the time. Uh, we do have a lot of people that will post stuff on our page, which I immediately take down. Uh, and then go online and try to pull information as quickly as we can before it disappears. Um, you know, it is, uh, it is a behind-the-scenes uh, thing. Um, it is secretive. Um, it's very, very difficult. Uh, you know, most of the time we'll have confidential informants uh, are our best information on where these things are taking place. Um, and it's something that we're involved in uh, actually on a weekly basis on so many different levels because there's so many different levels of dogfighting that take place here in the state of New Jersey. And uh, it's, it's a relentless effort to, to catch as many of these people, uh, prosecute and convict as many of these people as we can, um, but it is a very difficult battle to say the least. Absolutely. I agree with you. Thank you, and uh, I will check out your Facebook page. I, I, I didn't realize you were in uh, New Jersey when she was on here together. So, unfortunately, you are now the host city to Mr. Vic. But, you know, you know my thoughts on that. Um, but, yeah, exactly what you said, it's at all different levels. I was shot last year by a 13-year-old um, where I was just retrieving a dog out of a field in Detroit. Um that they were keeping in a crate, and what what happens is you have, Sue, I'm sure you're familiar with this, but for your listening audience, you have the level of a dogfighter where they're actual dogmen, and they train train the dogs and teach them and have gymnasiums in their basement. They have the same steroids that, you know, the, the, the football players use. They have protein powders, and they make these dogs 
pro fighters, and they generate a lot of money. Some of these champion dogs that have a good bloodline will be worth thirty to sixty thousand dollars. So if you take that dog, they will hunt you down. The fighters will hunt you down. So again, I can't be real public about the things that I do do. Um, so I just have to, you know, do that almost like a vigilante style. You're doing it. You're doing it behind the scenes. You're you're saving those dogs, and you kind of have to hide from the professional dog fighters, the 13-year-old that shot at me, that's more of just an inner-city hobby. Like, uh, you know, where I was raised in the suburbs, we got out of school, we played basketball in the driveway um, with the neighbor kids. These kids don't know a whole lot better if we don't educate them. They watch their fathers or their cousins or their uncles all dog fighting. They go grab a stray dog, put it in a crate in the field, go to school, come back home from school, go grab their dogs, and just like us grabbing our basketballs, they fight their dogs for a little bit just for fun and then put them back in a crate. So I was just retrieving one of that that level of dog. There was no money involved. But you've got a 13-year-old in the city of Detroit with a, a pistol that is dying to use it, and he sees me over in a, over in a vacant field taking his dog. Um, they'll unload on you. So luckily I was wearing a vest, uh, just broke my top rib, but we, you know, that's that shows you the different level. Um, you know, it can go from a, a small child just doing it for entertainment to a professional doing it. But at all levels, they're dangerous, extremely dangerous. And it's, exactly. it's obviously for the dogs. Yeah, <clears throat> our uh, our our training that we have put in place here in the state of New Jersey through the uh, Police Training Commission, the Attorney General's Office for Humane Law Enforcement Officers has about 17 or 18 different segments to the training. Uh, we take dogfighting and cockfighting so seriously that that is one of the 18 elements of our humane law enforcement education here in the state of New Jersey. Um, it is everything and anything uh, that these people are going to need to know when they leave and go on the street and start doing investigations on dogfighting. And, again, that's also how prevalent it is here. Um, and it's not just in the urban areas, it's in the suburban areas, it's in the rural farm areas where you have large pieces of property that sit well back from the road. Nobody knows what's going on on that property. And, uh, you know, we've stumbled across uh, barns filled with 20 and 30 uh, fighting dogs. Um, it's, just, it's just everywhere. And, again, it's taken so seriously that it's one of the, one of the primary elements of our officers and recruits training. And it's dangerous, and it's a Gordon's point. Um, <clears throat> if there's dog fighting at almost any level, uh, there's going to be money uh, in most cases. There's going to be weapons. There's going to be drugs. There's going to be people there with warrants out for their arrest. Uh, and it's, it's just you're walking into it's um, – uh, it, I can't say the word on your show, Sue, but it starts with an SH. It ends in IT storm. Uh, that's what it turns <laughs> yeah. into when you enter into one of these properties, and it turns it can turn bad real quick. And yeah, you know when we work with the you know, when we work with the local police departments, a lot of times uh, after the people are in custody and we start to remove the dogs, uh, they'll bolt to their cars because they're afraid of the dogs. The fact of the matter is that those dogs are basically harmless for the most part to people because they're used to being picked up, they're used to being pried apart, they're used to being dropped in a ring, um, and they're usually very, very submissive animals. And, and yeah. that's something that shocks a lot of people. It's yeah. a, well-trained, a well-trained dog. In the dog fighting world, your dog is disqualified if it bites the referee. Yep. So it has to be 
that that that's the that is the myth about fight dogs when they if they if they are rehomable if we can retrain them it, it, the violence happens not towards other people or children so much and I still wouldn't want to put them with a child um, but it's if there's another animal in the home and that child gets between the other animal and the fight dog that's where you see the news reports where the you know, the four-month-old was mauled by a pit bull. Well, the four-month-old may have been holding the kitten, and we didn't get that part of the story. So the, the dog usually is not going after the four-month-old. Or if it is, then there was, there was there, there may be something. You know, these dog fighters use different tactics. Um, they're feeding these dogs gunpowder. Uh, that burns out portions of the brain that, that have empathy, where that act, the dog has a conscience. Um, it just turns a dog into a zombie where it's only supposed to kill. Uh, I mean, they, they use a whole a, a good dog man wouldn't do that. That would be more of somebody that's doing it for blood sport. A good dog man will cheat, will treat his dog like a champion um, and feed him the best because he is creating a, an all-star athlete. You know, it's still not good for the dog. I mean, when I say he's treating him like a champion, he's still putting him in to fight and be mauled by another dog. Um, then eventually they will be, they'll, they'll use them for breeding. There's the red, you know, scans. There's all kinds of things that go along with the dog fighting. So it's yeah. just a, a horrible underworld um, that's out there. And, and when people, I, I still run into people that hear my story and they say, is that still going on? It's growing. Yeah. It, Although I have, a, I, have a, I, I have a brother-in-law with no memory and no empathy also, Gordon, just so you know. The reason I would love for you to share your story on our Facebook page, and I will in turn share it. We have, a, we have about 50,000 followers now, and, and our site has been built uh, person by person over the last three and a half to four years. Um, we're not an organization that, you know, paid to have friends on our Facebook page. Um, we've gotten people to follow us every time there's a new case, every time there's a new uh, cruelty case. Um, you know, another 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 people uh, come on our page to follow the results of how that animal um, is, you know, rehabilitated and readopted and rehomed. And, and people, uh, I've had people following us for five years to check in every day to find out what's going on. Um, and I would yeah. love to share your project and your story um, because it's people like you uh, that have a voice that people will listen to um, that, that are important. And especially, I have to go back to this too, um, to young people uh, because yeah. of who he is and what he does. Um, you know, they automatically, he's got the credibility and respect with young people. And that's something that a lot of older people uh, can't ever get. Um, and yeah. once you have that, you have their ear and their heart, and that's what's going to turn this around is the next generation not not putting up with this crap anymore um, exactly. because it's just too prevalent. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I would I would much rather I'm a I'm a big advocate for getting kids into martial arts, so I'll go and speak at the local high schools, and they'll accept me because. You know, I'm introduced as I'm, I never made it to the UFC, so I don't want to make any false claims. But that's automatically the teachers that bring me in will say, hey, we're going to hear from UFC fighter Gordon Shell, and he's going to educate you guys on some of the things he does. And I've caught their attention because they heard UFC. So now all of a sudden I'm yep. already put up on a pedestal with the boys. Yep. You know, the girls not so much, but, you know, I can go in and start to grab them. And with the girls, as soon as you start talking about dogs and showing 
yep. we capture them. And by the end of yep. a little half hour, 45 minute talk with them, I've got all these high school kids that have friended me on Facebook. They're sending me their stories and they're saying, Hey, um, I don't want, I want this to be anonymous, but I know that my neighbor and I know this kid in school is doing this, you know, so yeah. you get their help. Um, we've looked at different things of, you know, they do guns for, for food or, you know, the different trade-in things that they'll do in different communities. You know, we thought about, and we have to look at how we do this logistically, kids love video games. You know, can we put you know, a Nintendo game or a PlayStation for dogs? You know, hey, if you are fighting a dog and you'd much rather have this $300 PlayStation, you know, can I sell enough Michael Vick shirts that I can justify coming up with five or six of those to trade for evidence or trade for these kids that say, yeah, I've got three dogs in a crate in a field, I'll trade you. And and that is going to lead to more evidence. They are going to, you know, bring in more friends. Um, the anti-dog fighting campaign offers $5,000 for evidence for dog fighting. Money talks um, to the adults. You know, video games talks to the young kids. And yep. if we can put you know, a, a video game in their hand rather than a dog and, and try to teach them to just, let's just be kids. Let's do what kids do. I'd rather give them a, a basketball or a karate gi, but if a video game is what the answer is, then can we come up with a program like that? Exactly. The whole animal, the whole animal cop thing uh, is amazingly uh, good with the young people too. Uh, they may not like or may not open up to a regular sheriff's officer or a municipal police officer, but as soon as they, they see that we're, you know, the animal cop, uh, all of a sudden young people come running up and start spilling their guts about everything they know about their neighborhood and what's <laughs> going on with animals. And, you know, it's, it, it, we're really, we really are very, very lucky with that, uh, that we get as much information from that segment of the society as we do. Um, and a lot of that came from the TV shows on Animal Planet, and I'll take whatever I can get as an advantage, so I'm good with that. And I'll also tell you this. If you come to the state of New Jersey, and again, we, we do want to help promote your project, and if you do come to the state of New Jersey, I will get in a cage with you, but I'm wearing my <laughs> utility belt. Okay. <laughs> I'm not taking my belt off. I've got a vest, so just make sure you share just in my, uh, my torso region, please. All right. Um, All I, right. I, I think I am, I may be taking a you know, radio for two here between us and the captain, but I may be going to pick up an, uh, an advocate, a friend of mine. Um, she's going to be in New Jersey, and she needs a ride over to the Million Pitbull March. So I may be uh, paying a visit over there. Maybe we can stop by and, and grab lunch on our ride out or something. So I'll let you know. I'll ask that would be you awesome. To, uh, Sue, if you could just exchange both of our information via, you know, some yes, messages. Yes, come. Yes, so him and I can, no problem. Yeah, maybe one day you'll get a free lunch, Sue. So. I'll yeah, tell you what. You do you know, it is amazing how many people I've connected. There's just it's just a small problem. I just need to get over to the U.S. to connect myself. Exactly. <laughs> I was just I was just I was just back out in San Diego last week, and you know, San Diego is one of the most dog-friendly towns in the United States, and I just love those people out there. It's just a it's such a great atmosphere. Um, they've they've got just some of the best animal welfare people, some of the best animal advocates out there, and and then I come home and it's like oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel coming back. I, I come back to Detroit from those regions, so it's tough for me to and yep. you land at the airport and you have to drive through the middle of it as I go back because yep. I, I, I can't claim to live in the heart of Detroit because I don't. I am in the suburbs, um, yep. but I, I'm, I'm close enough. I can be downtown in 15 minutes on a call and try to do what I can, but, you know, it's it's limited, and I've told so many people that um, that, that want to get into this with me. I get a daily, I get somebody says, I want to ride with you, I want to do this. Um, you know, what I'm doing, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. I'm not I'm not putting you out there. If I was going out to feed puppies on the corner, then yes. Or if you want to come with me, if I go to a shelter to visit, then yes. But, you know, you're not going to go into somebody's backyard with me while I'm snatching a dog off a, a 40-pound chain. It's just yep. not going to happen. Yep. Um, you know, so I, I see it. I'm there, but it's dangerous. It's not something that I do. I, I try to bring some sort of law enforcement with me when it gets to be too deep for me. Um, but I'm I'm trying to do what I can. But I'm people have put me out there as being much bigger of a hero than I I make myself to be. Um, and I, I beg people, please don't make me hero status because I don't want to fail you. Because you're going to find a skeleton in my closet. Everybody thinks I'm Mr. Nutrition. Um, I love Taco Bell, and I eat pizza like nobody's business. So Jersey would be great for me because of the pizza, but it wouldn't be good for my uh, my training. But, yeah, I, I, I want to do as much as I can. I want to be the voice, but there's so many people out there that are actually in it every day. Bill from uh, Detroit Bully Corps here, him and his girlfriend have property. They have... I think they have over 40 dogs on their property now, all pit bulls. Um, you know, the, the folks at Baltimore Bully Crew, uh, Four Paws, One Heart. I work with Lovable out of Austin. I mean, just across the world, even, you know, Tia at, at Pit Bulls and Parolis. I've been down to Villa Lobos, um, got to go through her facility, hang out with the twins. It was out for them for, for their birthday. Mark Ramos from uh, Animal Cops Detroit is actually in the movie with me. Uh, I got to travel with the cruelty team. Um, just amazing what they're out there doing every single day, and and I, I cannot claim to be doing that. But if I can be the voice, if somebody does want to deem me as a celebrity, I'll do it all day long, and I'll be the voice, and I'll get as much awareness out there as possible and try to raise as much money as possible for our cause. And if Vic ever accepts, I mean, we would have a huge opportunity, even if we only raised, you know, we, we've looked at costing it, and we could net $3 million at 9.99 a view with what we've, we've forecasted. If we only walked away with 5000 um, the exactly. awareness, the awareness of what would circulate around the promotion of that event would just open people's eyes so much that it would, it would be worth every penny of it if we lost money on the event. It would just well, be the awareness you got there. Your 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 next project, you got to consider giving Captain Yoakum a cameo appearance. It could drive you right up into that three million mark. There you go. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> do, do you know what though? Isn't it funny? I mean, every and Captain, you know, you know where I'm coming from. We've we've been doing this show for quite a while now, and I keep saying to everybody, you know. I, I love doing the shows and everything, but everybody says, oh, we need more media exposure for the dogs. And, like, you need more exposure, Gordon, for what you're doing, and same for you, Captain. But the trouble is, we just cannot get enough people together in one place. It's like 
they keep telling me they need a media voice. And I keep saying, hello, here I am to share the show. If there's something that you want to promote, forward it to me. Let's get you on the show. Let's get it out there and everything. But it's just not getting there enough still, do you know what I mean? And, and if it means that I can get you guys to connect and it helps you, this is what it should be all about, helping each other. And as far as the Michael Fick thing, I think what you could achieve in that would be absolutely amazing. Do you know what I mean? It's something, but I think it, what I'm going to try and do, and I'm not going to promise anything, but I'm going to try and see if I can maybe get in touch with some of Michael Vick's contacts and see if I can speak to him, get him to come on the show and talk, but also see if we can say, look, hold a minute, this is, could you not realise how many more fans you may actually get just by doing so much for the animals? Oh, absolutely. It can turn around. It can turn around. People have turned around. I mean, it could, that's, like I said, that's the way that I presented it to them. This is your only way out. You know, you can do as much of a, a, a PSA or whatever you want, everybody's seeing that and everybody's assuming that's court-ordered. Now, if you just step up and just do this, just, you know, just step out of your, your protection circle and just say, yes, I want to do this, and yes, I want to make a difference. I don't want to do it privately at a little 30-person function over here and then go make, you know, 5 million sign-in footballs out of BW3s. I want to do this. And, and it would change... You're going to have your hardcore um, extremists that are going to say, never, I'll never forget him till he's dead. You know what, that's not fair. He, he, we can't kill him. There is no death penalty for that. I, I don't want to see him dead. I have no death wish for Michael Vick. But what we want to do is just make you – I'm a very, very minor nobody celebrity. He's a major celebrity. So if we can mix a major celebrity with a very minor nobody celebrity, we've got two celebrities together, and as long as we don't dumb it down and make it celebrity boxing with Danny Bonaducci and whatever, we keep it a cause, and we, it, could, it could just do so much for us. It gives him his out. It gives him his – he, he's got the two books, Redemption and Finally Free. This is your opportunity for real redemption. Creating a, a, a clothing line is not redemption. But getting in and, and bleeding for the cause, that's redemption. And when you walk out of that cage door, win or lose, we're going to finally let you be free. So there's the two titles of your book that are already selling. That's the way we want to do it. And I will never I'll, – I'll vow. I'll take a vow. I'll sign whatever court-ordered – petition or whatever that I never speak his his name again after that and that's fine but and and if I do then it's going to be favorable because if we raise that much money I'm going to thank him I'm going to thank him for if we can put three million dollars in an account that can be used to stop future fighting I'll I'll shake his hand and that's going to upset a lot of advocates but you know what three million dollars I will shake your hand for three million dollars you know that's that's that, the way we've got to look at it. And do you know what, Gordon? That takes a, bit, a bigger man to do all of those things than anything else. And, and I, I could shake your hand for that because there's a lot of people that will just keep saying, no, we need to pay him back, we need to do everything. But the thing is, we, it's no different than all of us saying that a pit bull needs a chance. It's no right. good saying, well, a pit bull snapped at something and we need to put it down. Well, hold a minute. You're doing no different than what Gordon, what Gordon, what Michael Vick did. 
okay? He's made a mistake, all right? I'm not being funny, but he's going to pay for that for the rest of his life. That's marked his cards. But at the end of the day, that's it now. We've brought him out into limelight. People know what he's done. Now it's time to say, right, how can we actually move on from this? And how can we make... If that saves all of those dogs, and we got dogs spayed and neutered, and it stops more unwanted pups, isn't that sort of a good thing? I'm not saying that those dogs should have been abused or anything else, whatever else he did. But what I'm saying is, if good comes of it, that's surely a good thing. Yep, absolutely. You know, we can dwell, we, we can dwell on the past and the bad in our lives forever, but it doesn't change it. Right. Yeah, we'll never bring those dogs back. I mean, that that's a fact, and it's you know, it's it's war casualties. You know, they they went to war for us, and we have to be grateful for the dogs who lost their life, and and the ones that did Absolutely. get a second chance. It's great. But that you yeah. know, let's learn from that, and and. Let's win the, you know, that was one battle. Let's win the overall war. And yeah. he can step up and help us win that. And that, that would be amazing if he did. And I'll never, I'm never going to praise him, okay? So anybody that's going to start sending me hate mail on my Facebook, I will never praise the man, okay? I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not even a football fan of his. I mean, he was a great quarterback in his early days. Um, but at this point in his career, uh, he's living off his name in football, and it's not—he's he, not a valid choice for the Jets. Um, you know, so he, I, I don't understand how he's getting the longevity. He's got a hell of a manager. I wish I could get that guy to manage me. Um, so, <laughs> you know, but like you said, if we can just keep—we can beat a dead horse forever on this one. Excuse the term in the animal advocate world, but um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's—it is. It is what it is. I hope that he does something. Do I think he'll ever fight me? Chances are probably not. And and I've 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 made every concession. I've said I won't do arm bars, which you know an arm bar could be detrimental to any of his career. You know that's breaking the elbow joint. Um, you know I promised I wouldn't do any joint manipulation. It would just basically be a slugfest. Or he could run for nine minutes. I don't care. Because by the time the event actually happens and the lights are turned on and the announcers are talking, we've already collected the pay-per-view money and we're already dispersing it out to the dogs that need it. So win yeah. or lose, I, I don't care if I step in there and it would it would make his fans happy if, if one punch he knocks me out and I fall to the ground. Again, I don't want that to happen, but we've already collected the money. I, 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 it would be the best knockout that I've ever been through I've, I've never been knocked out by the way but <laughs> i'll take it i will get knocked out for three million dollars or whatever whatever we make if it's ten thousand dollars if it's three million dollars or if, it, if this thing steamrolls into something gigantic um i'll take a knockout i don't predict it'll go that way but i'll gladly take it i'm not here to promote myself i'm not here to further my career my my fight career is over. I'm 44 years old. I'm past my prime as it is. I'm lucky that I got the fight as long as I did. Um, so I, I'm not doing this to rejuvenate my career and hopefully go to the UFC and become somebody. I am who I am. I'm, a, I'm, I'm an old, retired, bald guy from Detroit that's just passionate about dogs. And I got lucky and, and got thrown out there to be the voice for the dogs. Got to make a great movie. We'll be doing some other movies with Foster Quarter from... Uh, conversations with a pit bull we're going to be doing a really really cool dexter style um uh, tv show 
that will be Dexter kind of mixed in with the animal abuser type genre, so stay tuned for that. Um, he's also working on the movie called Conversations with a Pitbull that we're hoping that we can start filming towards the end of the summer, which will have some really, really big celebrities that are jumping on board. I mean, people don't realize that it's not just Ellen DeGeneres and, and the big names that you see out there, but, you know, Justin Timberlake's a huge dog lover. Uh, Mickey Rourke brought his dog on stage during the Oscars. I mean, that guy is a dog nut, and, and he's a boxer and one of my heroes. So there's so many... There's so many other celebrities out there. Kevin Bacon has multiple pit bulls. I mean, there's so many people that we can work with um, that would volunteer, you know, a day's worth of shooting to create a project that will bring awareness because of their passion. So, you know, that's what we're working on. So it doesn't end with the current movie that I have or the, the Fight Me Michael Vick thing. Um, it, it, we're, I'm just going to keep on going. I, I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm tired. I'm, I'm getting to be an old man now, but I, I love every second of it. So um, <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep plugging away. Oh, it, do you know what, Captain? Isn't it just music to your ears? It is, and I, I just want to I want to emphasize one of the most important things that Gordon just talked about when he said that we use what took place with Michael Vick as a learning experience, and you know that that is exactly. Uh, my philosophy on it, um, you know, obviously being intimately involved with with this activity on a on a fairly often, uh, fairly uh, frequent basis, um, you know, it's DNA in dealing with this. Um, so people, you know, ask me my opinion on that uh, all the time, especially now that he's with the New York Jet or the New Jersey Jets, um, <laughs> and and I use the same I use the same. Uh, statement that what we need to do, there's nothing we can do to change the past. There's nothing we can do to change what's happened since. But if we all look at this as a learning experience and something that we can talk with people about, um, the value to that is incredible. Uh, It really is. And that's what we try to focus on. Exactly. The thing is, it's like, okay, Gordon, it would be brilliant if he would go in the ring with you and we could make loads of money. But even if it was something that else that he could do personally himself to make a difference, if he literally thought to himself, right, what else could I actually do to raise money for the advocates so that we can actually do something, so that we can actually see and think to ourselves, actually, this guy's trying to make a difference. Do you know what I mean? There are so many people he could actually get out there to, and so many people would actually work with him too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've looked at, you know, I'm, I'm a marketing guy myself. I do have a real career during the day. You know, I don't just get punched in the face for, for a living. Um, you know, we've looked at, you know, do we, we do something where he doesn't have to fight me, at, but it satisfies, it's almost a humiliation thing, but not really. Do we work together? Do we create another shirt that says, you know, I, I was afraid to fight Gordon Shell, Michael, and then he autographs it, Michael Vick. You know, and he puts his name on it and promotes it and says, I was afraid to fight this guy, but I will admit that because I'm not man enough to do it, but I'm going to, let's put together a t-shirt line that says that I did that. And that's your, that that's me and my humility. And all of you advocates can wear those shirts out there and say, look, I've got Michael Vick's signature. He wouldn't fight Gordon Shell and, 
I've already sold so many of those Fight Me Michael Vick shirts. If we turn it around where we get a picture of me and him standing together and him saying no, but he says yes to let's sell these shirts and raise money and let's do it that way, then I don't get punched in the face or we don't do it that way. You know, whatever it takes, like you said, let's leave it up to him. You don't have to fight me. We don't have to punch each other in the face. Um, People do want to see him take some humiliation one way or the other. And if it's as simple as I'll I'll put my name and, and my face where I've got my head hanging and Gordon's got his hand in the air, you guys win. Will you guys be happy yeah. with that? You know, however we can create some sort of marketing that creates the, the money for the dogs. Um, and if there's a, if there's a great uh, illustrator out there that wants to draw this shirt up and we present it to him, go for it. Send me the, <laughs> the artwork and we'll do it. I'm just trying to be creative to yeah. where he's never, nobody's ever going to let him go. That's just yeah. a fact. So it gives him an out. We've learned from it. We've raised money from it. Now we move on to the next one. I mean, there's DMX, the rapper, who was a dog fighter, um, but he still does not have the recognition. There's plenty of uh, of celebrities that have gotten caught abusing animals, but nobody has that recognition. So that's that's the only reason I, I continue to dwell on that. I get beat up on it. People say, let it go. But you know what? He really hasn't helped us yet. So I'll let it go when he does help us. And then I'll let it go completely. I'll, I'll let it go 150%. But that's really, when you said there's no way to get that many people all in one room or all in one spot together, I've done events with Baltimore Bully Crew where we have 600 people in a room. I'll do Silver, silver Linings Pit Bulls um, in May, and we're going to have 700 people there. Rebecca Corey is going to have, you know, we could get 20,000, 30,000 people on the lawn of, of the White House for the walk in May. But... To get to guarantee, I mean, we could fill uh, an arena at fifteen, sixteen thousand seats, and then have pay-per-view and do PSAs throughout the fight. Do so much education of what this event is about in one pay-per-view event, and that would be, like you said, gathering people all in one spot. We've done, excuse the term, but you know, I've done tits for pits. I mean, sex sells. We raise money with the Baltimore Bully Crew at a topless uh, establishment. There's 502 people came through the door at 20 bucks a head into a topless bar. And even Captain, when you, you missed it, out on that one. When you involve sex, you can't get that much that many people in a room. So I mean, it's we've got to be creative. And that's the only way we're going to get that big of a bang all at one time. Sue, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm at a property that I have to hang up. We're going in on a, on a case, and I'm going to have to get out of the vehicle. Um, Gordon, it was great to uh, hear, hear what you had to say. Again, I, I truly uh, respect the passion you have for what you do. I wish you the best Thank in you. your project, and you get the information to me, and we'll do our best to help promote your project. And, uh, again, I thank you. It was a pleasure to, to hear you talk and to speak with you. And, Sue, thank you, as always, for the invite. And I'll try it's to call you back anytime. in a couple of weeks. Thank you, uh, so well, Thank you, Captain. Both. And be All safe right. on this investigation. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Take care. Bye. Cheers, Captain. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Oh, do you know what, Gordon? He's absolutely amazing. He, he, he's come, come on the show quite a few times. But I've just got to think, um, give you an idea. 
You know, we're saying about yeah. Michael Vick coming to, um, obviously, to come to fight with you. How about yes. you got, um, say, the NJSPCA staff to play a game against uh, Michael Vick's team? That would be amazing, but you're talking about a pro football team. <laughs> you know, that would, no, but maybe, maybe, they could, maybe they could let you have a few more men on your side. What do you think? I'm sure we could oh, get uh, quite a few volunteers. Like you, yeah, like I said, we could probably get a good audience with that. But I don't know that See, the animal advocates, I don't think, would see that as fair because that, that's his game, so we're allowing him to do his game. The, the point of the fight is just like what he did to the dogs, take a dog out of its element and then make it fight against its will. We would be asking him to do what he does every day, and if we were to ask the dog what it does every day, it's lick itself and sleep. Yep. So, Absolutely. you know, it's... It, I, I agree he, with what you're saying, but like we were just saying as well earlier... It's about raising money for the dogs, too. Imagine how yeah, much yeah. money we could actually raise from that and how many dogs we could save, spay, neuter, and everything. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, like I said, we have to be creative. If it's not yeah. a fight, then what, what can it be? And there's been plenty of his fans that say, okay, tough guy, let's see you get on the field with him. And I say, if it raises money for the dogs, I'll do it. And so that, you know, that thought has come up, and if we can create something to do that, I would gladly suit up. I'd rather get hit with a helmet on and pads than the way that I get hit <laughs> when I'm on stage. So, gladly. I think we definitely need a picture of you with that now. <laughs> there you go. I, we'll I think to, you uh, with a picture with all that gear on, I think that would be funny. Yeah, we need to do that. I think everybody will agree with me with that. We'll need to get you with that as well, idea. That'll be the next one to put out there. <laughs> There you go. We may have to do that. I may have to call a photographer here pretty soon. So, but I appreciate you uh, you having me on the show and introducing me to the captain. I look forward to getting his information and cross promoting. Uh, like he said, it's working together, growing this animal advocacy group as big as we possibly can. There's going to be strength in numbers. We will uh, we will beat the dog fighters eventually. We won't get them all, but you know if if we're vigilant and we've got our eyes open. We can find them. You know, they, they yeah. can't hide forever. Yeah. So, you know, that's what, you know, that's what we've got to do. Do you know what, Gordon? I want to tell you a very quick story. Even in the UK here, um, I've got a friend of mine who actually um, is, she is a breeder, um, but she also rescues as well. And she does not, she breeds dogs, but they are proper pedigrees, and she actually does home checks and everything, every single one. But she also rescues as well. Anyway... This one day, she had a phone call. Um, there'd been a Rottweiler that had been, she'd been told about that had been in dog fighting, and would she go and rescue it? She said, of course I will. Her husband charged into this house to get this, um, a bit like you, really, and how you work. He charged straight in this house. He told them he'd got, they'd got 10 minutes to hand over the dog, paperwork and everything, otherwise he was going to report them to the police. He got the dog... And what they were actually doing, it was a massive rotty, soft as a brush. And when you say dog fighting, people automatically think that these, each dog is a fighter. This dog was as soft as a brush, didn't fight nothing, but it was huge. So when people mm -hmm. saw this dog, they thought that this dog was going to be the winner because he was massive. The trouble was that the people that actually owned the dog were putting it in the, in the ring and voting on the other dog, knowing that their dog was going to lose, and they were making a hell of a lot of money. <laughs> this dog was picked up, and I met them on the road. 
And I said, hi, how are you doing? She went, have a look in the back, Sue. And I said, what have you got? And me being me, don't, don't be careful or anything, Sue. No, I put my head straight through the window of the back of the car. And there is this grizzly bear, Rotty, with its face literally straight in mine. I jumped about six foot, and he licked me to death. And I looked oh, yeah. at his face. He'd got his lip half hanging off. He'd got his oh. ear was torn. He'd got all these scars all over his face. And do you know what, Gordon? It's the softest dog I've ever met in my life. He yep. licked me to death. I put my arms around him. I hugged him. He was beautiful. And she's got him back and sorted and rehomed. Very good. That's a great beautiful. story. Those are the stories I like to hear. Exactly. Exactly. Because those dogs, they end up being the most gentle dogs, believe it or not, and especially a Rottweiler. Rottweilers are, are, are really gentle dogs. They're just very intimidating by their size. Yep. But, but you know, I've got um, Miracle. All my listeners know about Miracle. She was 14 weeks old, and I rescued her. She was under four kilos in weight. I took her to the vet, and he said to me, bring her back in a couple of days. I walked her back in in a couple of days, and she followed me straight into the vet's fight as if she'd known me for years. And he went, oh, my goodness. And I said, what's the matter? He went, I didn't think you'd be bringing her back in. And I said, why? He said, she was dying, Sue. I went, so what do you mean she was dying? He said, all of the main organs were actually shutting down. He said, I didn't think you'd bring her back in. And and her name is Miracle, and she's beautiful. Beautiful. I love to hear those stories. Yeah, yeah, and the dogs dogs have amazing will and, and amazing pain tolerance. I've seen dogs with you know legs hanging off, wagging their tails, licking. You know it's 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 amazing. You know I get a scratch nowadays and I cry about it for a week. So dogs dogs go through a lot. Um, Absolutely. And, you know that's why you have to stand up for them. Absolutely. And Jock Gordon, if there's any body that needs some media exposure for anything you come across or any of the celebrities that maybe they're doing a story about dogs or whatever, please send them my way because, you know, stories like that, we need to get out there. But we're just not getting it out there enough. Do you know what I mean? It's okay sharing all of these bad stories of what's happened to a dog, and I agree with that. But we also need to promote the people like yourself that are doing good for these dogs and actually trying to make a big difference as well. So anybody that you can suggest to the show, please just forward them on to me. Absolutely, I will do that. And I appreciate you putting all the work into having a show for for advocates to, to share all this. Oh, so we've connected so many. And I'm so glad I got you connected with the captain because I know you two can do a lot together as well, and that will be brilliant. Yes. I think we'll do a really good job together. So I appreciate you making that connection. I appreciate you letting me on the show and letting me babble on for an hour. So <laughs> thank fine. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's been my absolute pleasure. Listen, Gordon, any time, come on the show any time you want. Let us know how you go on with the film and, and everything else. Um, have okay. you got, can people connect with you on Facebook? Absolutely, yes. My my personal Facebook page is just my name, Gordon Shell. Uh, more importantly, if they go to the, the movie page, it's The Dogfighter Movie on Facebook. So, you know, spell all that out, The Dogfighter Movie. And there's a great page. We've got almost 27,000 people on that page. Um, if they Google my name, you're going to find, I think I have six Facebook pages now. And then my Instagram is just at Gshell. And then I'm on Twitter, um, uh, just Twitter at or Gordon, Gordon Shell, just my name all in one word. 
uh, at Twitter or however Twitter works. Um, That's it. Yep. So, well, we put. I mean, we have put, easy to find. we put all of your links into the Ask Sue Show group as well. So anybody that's listening, go to the Ask Sue Show group. All the links can go there. But also, we're going to put all the links for Gordon also on the web um, AskSueRadioShow.com website as well. So they'll link straight to you as well, Gordon. And then anybody that's in the U.S. that is interested in having um, the Dogfighter movie come to your area to be on a big screen and, and cross-promote with whatever group you have, go to the Dogfighter movie page, and uh, Doug Schultz actually runs the entire page. So you'll be talking to the director. Just send a private message there with your details of your group, and uh, we'll see if we can get, get your, your city scheduled in there and and then I come along with the movie and do an appearance, and we watch the movie together and you know, hopefully do a dog adoption at the same time and, and make it a whole event. So anybody that wants to do something like that, just right, go right to the Dogfighter movie page and let us know your details, and we'll set it up. How, how many Have you got any dates lined up, Gordon, that you can tell people about? Uh, well, I'll be in um, I'll be in Washington D.C. with Rebecca Corey May third, and then she has a show in Arlington, Virginia, the the Sunday night after that. I'll be there with her for that. That's uh, May fourth, and then I'll be in Buffalo uh, May tenth with uh, Silver Linings Pitbulls, and they have a Facebook page, and they do an amazing event, uh, event with about 500 people there, and then. Um, Wow, yeah, I've got <laughs> the whole schedule. I've been invited out to parks in Baltimore. I've got to figure out the logistics on that. That's the 17th of May. So my May is filling up pretty quickly. But as far as uh, uh, big screens for the, the movie, I'm meeting with the studio on Thursday, and we're going to discuss the schedule. So if you go to the Dogfighter movie page, as soon as we've got that schedule and locked down, um, we're gonna we're gonna put it out there and promote the heck out of it. I know I usually go to uh, Austin, Texas around the Halloween time, so we may do an outdoor venue there in, a, in the park, kind of like a drive-in theater style movie. Um, they get a they do the uh, the world record pitbull march there in Austin every year with Lovable, and um, we want to make it kind of part of that event. So. We'll, we'll do an all-day dog event, and then if people want to stick around for the dark, we can stay after and watch my movie and try to raise some money. Oh, fantastic. So we're getting everywhere that we can possibly be. <laughs> exactly. And, well, Gordon, I, I, I'm, I know that you're really busy, and I really appreciate you've took an hour out of your time. Um, I'm sure you've got a thousand things to do, even though I don't want to let you go, to be honest, but I know that you're busy. <laughs> um, but no um, can we... Can we ask you, could you come back on the show another night, maybe where people can call in and actually talk to you? Oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to talk to people. It, it, you know, that's, that's feeding my own ego. So if people want to call in and talk to me, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully all good. I'm, I'm, I need the attention. I'm a, I'm a fighter and pseudo-celebrity, but I'm a single guy lonely here in Michigan. So when I get the opportunity to talk to awesome people, I take it. So I will. Uh, I'll take calls all day long. So anytime you want to have me on, just shoot me a note, and as long as I can fit it in, I will do that. And um, oh, that'd right be now, fantastic. Go. So Absolutely fantastic. To Thank you. Well, so. maybe maybe what we'll have to do is maybe we can set up an auction or something on the Ask Sue Show group, say for a ticket to something, or maybe to have autographs or something with you, and maybe we can auction it off and raise some funds for you. For, for Absolutely. Doing it. Yep, yep. And what I would do is I, I don't actually do any of the funds directly for myself, so we would just pick a, pick a group 
and uh, you know try to raise some funds for whatever group I'm working with at that time. So I've got plenty of movie posters. I can autograph posters and and T-shirts and all that good stuff. So anytime you want to put something like that together, I'll be glad to do it. I, I get oh, excited fantastic. about that. Okay. Oh. Gordon, thank you so, so much for coming on the show tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure to catch up. And, and, and let me just say to everybody, we will be having Gordon back on, because I don't know about everybody else, but I've really enjoyed you being on tonight, Gordon. And thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sue, and you have a great night. Yes, and you. Thank you ever so much, Gordon. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I don't know about everybody else, but that, to me, was just fantastic. The lovely Gordon Shell, a fighter who's soft on the inside but hard on the outside. What a fantastic guy. Thank you very much to Gordon Shell for calling into the show tonight. Um, let's, shall we just have a little break? And I want to come back, and what we'll do is we'll take some phone calls. What did you think of Gordon Shell? What do you think about his ideas of the events with Michael Vick? Or maybe, what do you think of Michael Vick? Do you think that we can actually move on and move forward if we were to do an event? What's your ideas? By all means, give us a call. 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. And we're just going to have about five, ten minutes of a little bit of music, and then we'll be back. This is uh, Naco Bear, and it's Medicine of the People. Have a listen. Lend your ears, lend your hands, lend your movement, anything you can. Come to teach, come to be tired, come in the likeness and the image of God, cause you can be like that. With all that humbleness and all that respect All of the power invested in me Be hard to love my enemy All of the black bags over the heads of the dead and dying The more I understand about the human race the less I comprehend about our purpose and place And maybe if there was a clearer line The curiosity would satisfy Time-based prophecies have kept me from living In the moment I'm struggling to trust the divinity Of all the gods And what the hell they have planned for us I cry for the creatures who can left behind But everything will change in the blink of an eye And if you wish to survive You will find the guide inside Body to space, 
The angels that are coupled in the spiritual ways The hate that gets me just from my spiritual pace Tenfold the mana when the planets are in place And polar alignment We're on assignment Bodies on consignment Return them to the circus And what is the purpose? What is the purpose? And would you believe it? Would you believe it if you knew what you were for and how you became so informed? Bodies of info performing such miracles. I am a miracle made up of particles, and in this existence, I'll stay persistent and I'll make a difference, and I will have lived in. Aloha, aloha, keakua, keakua, aloha, aloha, kuleana, kuleana, aloha, aloha, keakua, keakua, aloha, aloha. Talking shit, I'm wide awake, and I'm taking names, and there are 
Hi, and welcome back to the Ask Sue show. After an absolute brilliant show tonight uh, with the lovely Gordon Shell. Absolutely fantastic guy with so much energy to do so much to do a voice for the voiceless. Absolutely brilliant. So a big thank you to Gordon Shell. And I just want to say to everybody, um, Ask Sue is on Twitter. So it's uh, twitter.com forward slash Ask Sue. And I'm currently tweeting with Gordon Shell as we speak, um, inviting Michael Vick to actually come on, and also sharing Gordon's um, all the events and everything that he's doing. So please go to Twitter and go and have a look. That's twitter.com forward slash ask sue and let me just find gordon's as well because i know that he has just retweeted so um he's already busy i mean literally come off the radio and he's already doing it so i tell you that is what you call it mate so let me just have a look if anybody wants to give us a call in three four seven three two seven nine six nine four um, I'm just having a quick look on Twitter, so if you're on Twitter at the moment, listening to the show, by all means, um, please give me a shout out on there, and uh, we'll see. I'm just trying to find Gordon's um, actual name on there. I'm sure he just said it's at Gordon Shell. Um, and also want to just say to you all to please join the NJSPCA, and that's on Facebook, an absolute excellent following, and of course run by Captain. Uh, absolute brilliant. Uh, it was a fantastic show, and great to be able to connect two people up on the ASU show as well. So I'm hoping that things will come from that as well. So maybe an event, maybe in the future, and you never know. We might even get asked to over the water yet. Who knows? I know me, me and uh, Max there are actually talking about it, so you never know what is going to come in the future. Uh, let me just say also have a look at the One Million Pibble March uh, on Washington, D.C., uh, rallying in Washington in effort to the end the discrimination, BSL, and the abuse, dogfighting, and create safe and humane communities for humans and pets. So, uh, by all means, everybody, go and have a look at that. Uh, a brilliant 12,706 likes. Let's see if we can get them up to 13,000. Um, I have shared the link onto the Twitter as well, as well as the Ask Sue Show group. So, come on, let's see if we can get that further out there as well. Um, and let me just reshare that onto my profile. So, if anybody's actually on my profile at a minute, uh, you'll get to see that too. Uh, if anybody wants to call into the show, 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Um, I have had quite a few messages of people saying they can't get into the chat room tonight. Um, I am going to get in touch with Log Talk Radio because it seems to be in a problem. Um, so those that couldn't get into the chat room tonight, don't worry. We are sharing all of the links into the Ask Sue Show group. So by all means, go and have a look there. Also, go have a look at the website, www.asksueradioshow.com. That's www.asksueradioshow.com. And let me just ask you all again uh, to please share the shows because to get it out there, we really do need you to share the shows, um, especially on Facebook, because we have having a lot of problems, all of us are as advocates, getting things out there because Facebook is stopping the shares, uh, not helping us promote our pages so easy because, of course, they want us to pay for all of these things. So um, please, you know, share each other's things. Please share the show so that we can actually help other people. Like I keep saying to everybody, if it was you on the show, how many times would you want people to share your show? 
that so many times. We need to share show it every single day. So please, uh, if you see a show link, by all means, just share it. Uh, you can go onto Twitter, Facebook, um, anywhere, and just share away. That would be fantastic. If you've got any ideas for the show, by all means, give me an email, asksueshow at gmail.com. That's Show at gmail.com. Um, so let me sort that. Uh, I want to just say as well, Amazon, um, if anybody wants to go on and have a look for um, Gordon's um, information on there, it's amazon.com forward slash the, and then the dash, dogs, dash, fighter, dash, Gordon, dash, shell. So please, by all means, have a look on there and uh, have a look. And uh, let me know what you think. Uh, have a look. There is also the trailer for you to be able to see um, about the film as well. So you can watch the trailer. I'm going to watch that straight after as well. Um, so, you know, by all means, get, let me know what your thoughts are. Go to the Ask Sue Show group and uh, comment on the show. Let me know what you thought of the show tonight. Um, let me just see. We've got the phone lines. Phone lines are very quiet tonight. Three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. What I'm going to do is, I think I'll be playing out the show with another one of our fantastic sh- songs called uh, Manifesto. Again, another amazing song. And um, we're hoping to have these on very, very soon on the show. Uh, so that would be brilliant. Um, so we've got, got quite a few things going on. Uh, just to let you know as well, if you have a look on the AskSueRadioShow.com, we've also got some events coming up in the UK. Uh, it's also going to be helping um, some charities as well. So by all means, please go and have a look. Uh, it's just quick, AskSueRadioShow.com, and then you've got the events and tickets page as well. But have a look at the other pages as well, and again, share the um, website out there as well. Anyway, well, listen, of no further ado, I think I'm going to have a bit of an earlier night tonight. It is half past 11 at night here in the UK. I want to thank everybody that's listened to the show tonight and shared and everything, so please um, come and join us. Uh, we are tomorrow night. We've got Jeff Allen coming on for the psychic show, and we have uh, we, he will be doing readings and all sorts, and last time he was fantastic. It will be the same number tomorrow night, 347-327-9694. By all means, go and have a look at the crewalexander.net, crewalex.net, for the Derek Acora tickets available in Crew in Cheshire as well. They're up um, for sale now, £17.50 each. And also Janet Harris, who's going to be in Old Brighton, in Wolverhampton. Again, the tickets are on com. You can pay for them there. Please book your tickets early to avoid disappointment. Also, stalls are available in the psychic fairs that's in the day on both of those events. Uh, £15 a stall, so please get in touch with me, Thank you very much, all of you, for joining us in the uh, show tonight. And uh, check out all of the details that we've put on the show tonight. And thank you very much to everybody that has had a listen. I will speak to you all very, very soon. If anybody wants to email me with some ideas for the show, it's asksueshow at gmail.com. Enjoy the music, and uh, I'll speak to you all very soon. Good night. Shall do 
what shall die, what gave birth, what gave life, what is yours, what is mine, what is ours? Are these questions so senseless? Well, who's gonna answer them at the time when I really need to know? So let it carry you like the ocean When you first learned how to float So I went to Papa's grave and I burned him some sage I said thank you but I ain't ever gonna know ya I said thank you but I ain't ever gonna know ya Forgiveness, you can try it on, try it out for size I lost touch with myself, with my woman, my health, my God, and my perception too Well, I will always be a part of that darkness Although I'd say it's pretty equal to my life I'm pretty far from knowing anything, but I do know a couple things What I want and how I'm gonna get it What I want and how I'm gonna get it Human game. 
Aloha, aloha, kulei. 